Hey everyone, welcome to what is uh, episode 10 that we're recording. There's 10 weeks of recording. I know that the episode counts a little bit higher than that. But uh, here we go. It's Jermaine and me. That's Richard. <laughs> Other way. <laughs> wow, 10 episodes, Richard. That's 10 episodes, yeah. Yeah. Feel we should have a bubbly or something. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's uh, when we get to episode 100, we can, we can do that. Uh, yeah. So this week is a bit of a, a freewheeling week. There isn't a specific topic that we're talking about. So Jermaine and I will just kind of figure it out and hopefully deliver the best content for you. Remember, we're here to provide content for business owners, for small micro businesses. When you need a companion to understand sort of what's going on in the business landscape, maybe you just need to connect with other people because your family, friends don't really understand what it is to run a business. Uh, and to have all that pressure and you've got staff and we talk about staff or HR issues. We talk about sales. We talk about finance. Uh, we talk about all those kind of things. Um, I've been in business for 12 years. Jermaine has been running his business for eight years. Eight years. Uh, so we've, we've got a few lessons under our belt and we know a thing or two. Uh, I'd love to tell you that we're wildly successful, uh, but we've got, uh, you know, but it depends on how you measure success. Uh, we've yeah. got to live a life uh, of our choosing and uh, are not really dictated by how much leave we have. Um, but on the flip side of that, you know, it comes with those consequences where sometimes you, you, there's no leave, you just got to work because, you know, that's what happens. So we talk about all those things, what's healthy uh, in business. Um, um, and so, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Jermaine, yeah. what's on your mind? Um, well, well, uh, we, uh, it was a discussion we had uh, yesterday, Richard, was regarding, you know, just uh, the very, I mean, we've, we've walked this journey now for the past uh, 10 episodes, and uh, we were just uh, talking about uh, the content that, that, that's out there yeah, in, in the marketplace in terms of, um, you know, what people are, are, you know, people that's thinking of opening a business or starting a business, uh, you know, what can they look at as, uh, as some sort of guidance on, 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 on what's the right or the wrong thing not to do when you start a business. And, you know, there were some, some uh, stories or podcasts or webinars, whatever you call it, out there, and, and they were talking about various reports and, you know, um, that I think we both said at the, at the time, it's not, uh, you know, for, for a new person coming into the entrepreneurial world, it's, it's, it could, could be very, uh, like, you know, overwhelming. So, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the, the um, sort of conversation we, we can probably have in, in terms of, you know, what typically, what type of reports, um, would be of interest to a guy who starts up his, his entrepreneurial journey. I'm not ah, sure if that's... Uh, interesting. Interesting. So what kind of information do you need in the yeah. beginning stages of your business to make sure that your mm. business uh, is running effectively, smoothly, mm. profitably, mm. you know, all of those things. So what are the kind of stuff mm. that they, they'd like to get? Mm. Great. I think that's a mm. perfect position for us to be in. Uh, uh, Jermaine as an accountant and myself as data analyst. You know, we can talk about a wealth of reporting while other people might find it boring. Uh, we know just how essential it is as a business management tool for you to be successful. You have to be able to know what's going on. A report is a view 
it's a window into a world and that world is your business and you want to make sure your 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 world is the best looking world it can be and so you want to make sure that those reports guide you um it's also a map it's a map of of things cool so as well said um, yeah so so yeah typically the you know uh, just to just to give it a bit of context i mean i some of my um long-standing clients they, they still struggle with the concept of what you know what's the difference between between uh, management accounts and uh, an annual financial statement. So I actually received a call in the week to say, hey, my bank just asked me for management accounts. What is that again? So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's very important that, that you know, our, our listeners or our viewers um, understand the dynamics behind uh, the, two, the two reports because there's obviously sub-reports that, that flows from, from uh, from that, both from a management account point of view and a, and a, a balance, uh, financial statement point of view. So, you know, people tend or often tend to, to get confused with the two concepts. Yeah, so, um, yeah, my, my view is slightly different. Um, mm. is, is those things are important, but those are statutory type stuff. Statutory, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, mm. so, but, but what do, you, what do you, you really need, like, as a business, you need to know like how much money you have like you know in your bank account and then you need to know is what am i going to use that money for you know mm. and then and then how soon do i want to whatever i'm using that money for do i want to mm. turn that into more money and that's kind of the reports that you need and so those no, things evolve into the cash flow statement uh the, the names you call those reports your cash flow statement your income statement and maybe your balance sheet in the beginning, I feel, you know, it depends on your kind of business. If you've, if you, you, the balance sheet may be important. Balance sheet is important, but on the face of it, when you're running your business, as a business mm -hmm. owner, you're really going to look at your balance sheet to tell you something. Uh, there can be distilled other ways uh, for you mm -hmm. to, to understand what's going on in your business. First, you, you know, when we talk about your, your debt, your debt ratio, debt to cash, uh, those kind of things. Um, uh, so your liability and your equity, you want to understand what the equity position of your business is. Uh, then, then the balance sheet is important. But ultimately, you, you, you know, if you've got money in the bank, you're okay. Uh, cash, yeah, cash, if, is, cash if, is king. Yeah, because, you, you know, it, I think, I think to to uh, to just uh, echo what you're saying there, Richard. It's uh, especially if you're especially if you're a startup, and not even a startup. I mean, I think people probably do get carried, and I think that's where you're coming from. It's getting carried away with uh, income statement or what they call profit and loss uh, where you can have the best net profit uh, you know um, but it doesn't quite equate to money in the bank and uh, I've heard I've heard a lot of people say hey but my profit is uh, 200,000 why is it not uh, why don't I see 200,000 in the in the in the in the bank account uh, because in their in their minds, they they, they they almost equate your your profitability to to um, cash in the bank, which is not quite quite correct. Yeah, no, not at all. Eh? <laughs> so yeah, and so and so when you look at your reports, I think the the, <coughs> the most important thing for me, what I've learned is a cash flow statement. Now, a cash flow statement basically summarizes the the other two statements, your income statement, and your balance sheet. It's a summary of that. Uh, but and and it's the it's the most important one because it's also if you're going to look at the 
indirect cash flow or basically a cash flow that looks at the future not just the past um, because that's what you want to know is that am I going to run out of money ultimately that's what a cash flow statement will tell you do I have enough cash in the bank so do I need to go get an overdraft from the bank and if I do do that can I pay that overdraft back or am I just going to slip further into into a debt position so that's the kind of thing for me that would be most important for any business, um, you know, is to have is to have that uh, in place. How about you, Jermaine? No, no, hundred percent. I mean, we um, again just to um, you know, too too many times people get carried away with um, like ratios, etc., uh, etc. Et but um, you know, cash, as I say, cash is king. Um, what the what what the cash flow statement does, uh, uh, like you said now correctly, said Richard, is you know it takes your profitability, and it, it, it literally extracts the what the cash component is. So if you look at it, it adds back all the non-cash items, and you literally just left after you've taken the movement between your balance sheet uh, items like assets, um, liabilities, and then you left with with hard cash and you can use that position to kind of forecast forward to see how long your business has uh, in terms of, you know, uh, your current um, um, flow in terms of fixed overheads, etc. So you, you can definitely do proper planning with, uh, you know, if you do understand how your, your, your cash flow or how to interpret your cash flow. Yeah, so I mean, that, uh, I can echo that. Uh, it took me a long time uh, before I started using a cash flow uh, as my primary report, um, mm. even though these other things. And, and you, don't even, you don't even need an income statement. There's some simple tools that you can use to sort of do mm. the, the, the summary level type income statement. You know, I sold this much. Like, here's mm. my cost of sales, whatever it costs mm. you to sell that thing. Uh, depending mm. on your business, if you're a small micro business, it's not difficult for you to calculate. You kind of know that. Mm. Are there any mm. other expenses involved in sort of the, mm. the running of the business? Do I have rent? Mm. You know, do mm. I have petrol? Do I have what, uh, you know, cell phone, airtime, data costs mm. associated? Mm. And then what's my, what's my net profit? So those yeah. things will flow directly into your cash flow statement. And then your balance sheet items would basically be, is, is there any accruals? Uh, and that just means um, debts that you need to pay, that you're aware of, that you need to pay, as well as if people owe you money. So basically, who do you owe money to? And when, is the, when are those payments due? And then it's who owes you money? And when are those payments due? When do you expect to get paid? Because that will help you. So that's the other thing. And then obviously your bank balance. You know, what do I start the month? What's my bank balance at start of the month? All these movements that's going to happen. And then what's my closing mm. balance at the end of the month? That's what yeah. you want. And that's your cash position. Simple. Mm. It's the best yeah. tool for you to use. And once you understand mm. a cash flow statement, like you'll never mm. walk away from it. All the other stuff doesn't matter. Your P&L mm. doesn't matter. Like all those things mm. don't matter because ultimate mm. is about getting to your cash flow. Once your business is a bit more mature, then mm. it will be... You know those other statements become um, more useful to you, uh, mm. but they are they are for banks. That's when you want to get uh, you know a finance or, or somebody else on the looking yeah. book. They want to understand your ratios. Mm. I mean, I you know I've, I've seen some and and again I, I will allude to what you just said now on the on the on the cash flow. 
because I've, I've seen over the years with a lot of clients, whether they establish clients, new clients, when they start forecasting on a, on, a, on a profit and loss or an income statement, they always just take, this is my position for the month, and they just extrapolate it. You know, so there hasn't been much thought, or hasn't been much thought at, at went into the whole, okay, in month four, I'm going to do this, and in month five, I'm going to do that. Um, so it's easy to do a forecast on a, on a, on a profit and loss. Uh, once you start going to a cash flow, uh, it starts getting a bit a bit uh, tricky because you, especially if you got outstanding uh, customers, uh, like you just uh, said, Richard, where you assuming if you're going to assume all your customers uh, will pay you at a certain point in time, you know, great. But uh, we all know that doesn't always happen, and especially now in the, in the times that we're living in, uh, you know, you got to be very methodical about how you forecast on your on your cash flow. Uh, because 30% of your outstanding monies might come in in month one, 40% in month two, and so forth and so forth. So yeah. uh, cash flow is, is normally the, 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 the like, like you said, is normally the, the, the one report that you, you know, you've got to apply a bit more uh, science to, um, you know, to your, to your forecasting. Yeah, and so, I mean, I, I know that, uh, I remember... Like years ago, this is early 2000. Um, yeah. And when I was, because I've always been tinkering around in business, you know, it was only the late, in late in 2000, 2007 when I took it seriously. But uh, uh, Absa at the time they had this app, which was like a cash flow thingy, and I knew nothing about finance. And I opened, and it's just, it was so scary. And they asked like questions, and it's supposed to be helpful for you, but you mm. actually know, you're supposed to, you like to know what those questions mean. You know, mm. like they, they use the finance words like like liabilities. And suddenly, you know, it's like, I mean, I know programming. And, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about, because I'm busy designing this new course. Um, and and it, and it uses Excel. <laughs> weird. But anyway, so mm. which most people do. There's nothing weird about it. <laughs> um, so, so I was trying to think, how do I explain like data, like a range of data and there's different concepts of data? So I say I'm going to use like oh the intersection of the data or the relationship of the data, and I, and it occurred to me that people are going to lose me if I use those words, even though intersection and range are like it's English words. If you know English, like you'll know what that means. But when you apply something technical that other people are kind of uncomfortable with, like the brain scrambles. I mean, I don't know if it happens to to you or to anyone. Like, but for me. Well, that's what happens. Like my brain scrambles and I suddenly forget. I've got to say like, mm. you know, so, and I was thinking about like, hey, like if you think about like a, a, a range in, um, in Excel, it's like, like your area, where do you stay? Oh, like you might stay in, you know, like Morningside. And so mm. like, oh, cool. That could be a range. It could be like from this address to that address. So if Excel, yeah. it could be like a1 to c5 that would be a range it's an address a range of addresses so oh cool so then you can give it a name and so mm. and then an intersection would be like c4 because that would be you know like if you think about a street address like it's on the corner of of first avenue and uh church street those are the only things i could come up strangely enough for street <laughs> names but yeah, you know, and that's an intersection. Like you think of it as a traffic intersection. You know, that's yeah. that's a crossing of two things. And so when you think of, 
like exile, the rows and the columns, it's a crossing. And so that's kind of how I like explained it. And, and so back to this thing with the cash flow thing, I was doing this early 2000s and trying to understand what this app was asking me, even though like liabilities, like, oh, I had no idea what that word means because I got into a nervous rant and like, you know, of, of, and so it got cloudy. But if you just think of, cool, like, who do you owe money to? And you sort of look at it, oh, cool, how are these people like, is it a regular payment? You know, that you have, like, a, it's a loan maybe that you're paying off. So you pay, mm. you know, a thousand rand every month. Or mm. is it like you've borrowed this money, you've got to pay it back at a certain point in time. Or so you know that you're going to have to pay it. Or like a VAT payment. So you know you're going to have to pay that in two months' time. Every two months, you're going to have to pay VAT. If you're a larger business, fortunate to be over 35 million a year, you're probably going to be paying every month your VAT payments. So, um, so those are like the small things just in terms of language. And I suppose if you're over 35 from that sort of range, you, you kind of know these things already or you have an accountant and that's managing it. But if you're a smaller business, like it's just that as simple as it is. Who, your, your negative movements, what's taking money out of your business? And your positive movements is what's putting money into your business. So that would be stuff like sales. Although sales doesn't count in a cash flow statement. It's payments. So receiving money. So you are going to receive your receivables, you know, uh, and that's as simple as it is. Uh, and I then think just... I must have you in my meetings, Richard. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the, it's like you said now, but the job, you know, you use your um, industry jargon, you know, you, you, the guy sitting on the other side, he just gives you that deer and headlights uh, look. So I'm going to constantly remind myself to use simple language that day. And you've done it brilliantly. <laughs> You've done it brilliantly. So I think I must get, uh, I think uh, you must come work yourself. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's uh, just years of, of dealing with, with people. Sure. And also my own experiences yeah. is that Experience. you know, people use these words, they learn these words. And I've been in a few scenarios where I'd ask somebody, what does that mean? And they go like, I have no idea. It's G-I-S. <laughs> Like everyone uses it around here. I know what it yeah. what it stands for and like where it is, but I actually don't know what GIS means. Like, so um, I just I don't know. Again, why GIS? Maybe graphical information systems because we were talking about addresses. That's why GIS came up. <laughs> so yeah, but so so that kind of thing you know, like does happen. And so when you understand a cash flow, you know it's very basic, and it's so important to know that like like the movement of the money. If you have five hundred thousand in your bank. Is all of that going to go somewhere? Is it going to go away? And then you've got nothing, you know? Mm. Uh, because what some people do do, and I've done this uh, as a human, um, foolish human, um, I've done this. I got, yeah, I got some money in the bank. I'm going to go buy something, you know? Mm. Whereas, like, you shouldn't do that. You should know, like, I mean, I'm not saying don't buy anything, but, like, know what you can spend your money on. And that's not a budget, because a budget is assuming things went 100%. That's what a budget does. Picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do that great. The cash, the cash flow is more real. <laughs> yeah. So okay, you you thought this was gonna happen, but here's yeah. what actually happened. Actually you know? happened. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and then you can you can see you can make those decisions. You can make better decisions, and that's what the good reporting is all about. It's there to help you make better business decisions. You know, uh, and that's what it's for. So cash flow statement to me would be the ultimate report. You don't need anything else. In the first three years of your business, four years, you probably like you don't need to manage anything else except the cash flow statement. Yeah, 
I mean, it's something, something that you just mentioned now about, you know, you can have that 500 or 1 million rand in the bank. Um, I don't know, I don't, um, if, you can, if you can remember or recall a little exercise we did um, uh, a year or two back, where just as an add-on little tool to your, to your cash flow, where we did that, um, uh, what we call a life expectancy um, uh, report. Uh, to say you're 500,000 now, you know, and you said it now, yeah, let's go spend and you can buy this and that and the other thing. But if you actually plot that journey and you do that uh, projections on your cash flow, how far does that cash flow actually take you? You know, if, if that, if, if, if all of a sudden, for example, um, COVID a couple of months hit, um, you know, if you had 500,000 in March, how far did that 500,000 rand take you or took you um, uh, during lockdown? So, so typically, cash flow would have been super important uh, on the 27th of March when uh, they announced uh, the lockdown. Um, because what might seem like a lot of money in the bank back then, you know, it quickly diminished. Uh, yeah. if, and, and if you didn't put those plans and you didn't understood your cash flow or your business cash flow, um, you know, you, uh, yeah, there would have probably been some issues. Cool. So it, it is super important to, to understand cash flow. Yeah. So, uh, what's the, what's the phrase that they use? Um, you know, I've, I've done a couple of accounting courses and they always talk about the, the three different statements, income statements, the balance sheet and the cash flow statement. Cash flow. Mm. And, and, and what, what do they say? Um, is it? glazing over here uh but it goes something like about it, but, but um what profit is vanity oh and <laughs> yeah, what, uh, yeah what is that again and then <laughs> cash flow is wow. king so king or something like it so it goes yeah. something there's cash three there's three statements so something yeah. like that is profit is vanity and cash is king so, because uh, again, again, profit doesn't equate to cash. So you can have super profits, and then the next month you you write off a massive sale, and then there's a massive line in your in your in your income statement called bad debt, and then it means absolutely nothing. You yeah. you have to write a, you have to write a, a profit uh, down. Uh, it doesn't equate to to cash in the bank. So That's cash right. is king. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, I think that's a great way for us to end off. So the importance of reports in your business, if you're going to focus on anything, uh, I think Jermaine and I both agree that the cash flow statement is the one thing that you need. You don't need any of these other stuff. And it's not that difficult for you to do. In fact, at the end of this, there's a link that Jermaine and I are going to share a little template with you and um, of, of what you can do to use to build up your cash flow statement. And free for you, we're going to have a link there as well where you can download this form, you can send your details. And if you want to, you can, you can uh, watch a little video and we show you how to fill it out. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. My name is Richard Bezaynot. And if you've been watching this, thank you so much. Uh, if you found value, consider subscribing um, and uh, maybe share this with someone else that you think would get value out of the discussion that we have today. Uh, I'm Richard uh, Bezaynot and this is... Jermaine Bull. Yeah, we've got it right. right. Oh. <laughs>